You see, people collect all kinds of things. New, old, priceless, worthless. Darling, it doesn't matter what. I simply must know why. Those mothballs shouldn't get to keep all the secrets. This is the Mothball Prophecies. Hello and welcome to the Mothball Prophecies. I'm Samantha Mashburn. And I'm Melissa Watson. And today, it's a great day. We're sitting down with somebody who has been with the Mothball Prophecies from the very beginning. The first four followers of the podcast. She's been with us through thick and thin. We're friends in real life. We met her when we went to LA in October. She has an incredible collection of Pyrex, Vintage Holiday. She dresses immaculately in beautiful vintage style. She's an Idaho native. Welcome to the podcast, Mandy Arnold. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. This is the second time we did that intro because it wasn't recording the first time. So you're really getting the whole behind the scenes. Yeah. Yet still just as nervous as the first time. (laughs) (laughs) When we started. Yeah, that is, uh, there's a look like Oz. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Behind the curtain. I looked down and I was like, this and there's nothing on there. Nice. Um, I'm very excited for you to be on the show. I've wanted you on the podcast for a very long time because you do have incredible collections and an impeccable style. Like last night when we went to dinner afterwards, like both Aaron, Melissa and Spelltrack were like, Mandy looked so cute. Okay. So last night was the first night I had ever met Mandy and she was wearing the deviled egg that Sam designed on her Mm t-shirt, deviled egg t-shirt. And then the cutest vintage red checked high-waisted trousers what what era were those from oh they're totally repro are they yeah i think oh my god i think they're oblong box but i can't tell you for sure because my friend found them at a thrift store and was like here you go and i was obsessed and she found me a pineapple skirt too so yeah nice and then your hair was done. And will you explain to the listeners how you did your hair at your hotel room, please? <laughs> uh, so I actually waited to get my hair colored until I came here because mm-hmm. I was going to have Sam do it. Mm-hmm. But then because hands. Sam isn't doing ha- <laughs> hair anymore. Yeah. So um, she had one of her friends at the salon mm-hmm. do my hair. And she didn't know how to curl it. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll curl it when I get back to the hotel because I'm staying in a hotel because my family lives like two hours away. Um, But then I get to the hotel and realize that I have no curling iron. Oh, no. <laughs> I <feel> that. <laughs> but I have those, like, they're not foam rollers, but I think they have foam inside, mm-hmm. but they have fabric on the outside and they have the wire. Yeah, they're like flexi. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so yeah. essentially I have those and I'm like, well, I have setting lotion. Mm-hmm. So I literally sprayed my hair in setting lotion, rolled it in the curlers, and then took a a blow dryer and like held it on them for like forty five seconds each. That is innovation. <laughs> I felt like I had abandoned you. Like I was like, oh god, <laughs> oh no, because I was gonna set her hair and do her hair, and then life got like a yeah. pineapple oh, yeah. upside down. Cake. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, but I did put color on her hair. I helped. Yeah. I did one half of her head. Katie did the other half. But your fly by the seat of your pants curls, they looked fantastic. Oh yeah. So cute. I was shocked when I yeah. pulled when they pulled them out because I didn't think I didn't think it was gonna really do anything. I thought there was gonna be weird waves. Yeah. No, it actually curled them perfectly. Impeccable. So it was fine. From a professional standpoint. 
First day hair is the worst to style the way you style your hair. Because you always do kind of a 50s, 40s yeah. kind of set. And when you showed up to dinner, I was like, I fucking know that your hair just got colored and washed multiple times and it's still set that great. Bravo. What setting lotion do you use? Uh, it was Lotta Body. Nice. I mean, I I, I'm, I think it's Lotta Body. That's fine. I'm it pretty sure. Great. I don't know. It was like it's somebody who gave it to me a while ago and I still have like a bunch mm-hmm. and it just, you know, yeah. throw it at some point. Beautiful job. 10 yeah. out of 10. Thanks. Great job. I usually have a hard time trying to style it that way because for some reason it never seems to turn out. And then I, then I break down to the uh, the hair combs on the mm-hmm. side and just do the lazy forties. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> brush everything into a wave, like yep. make it look somewhat nice in the back. I yeah. have tried. Like I watch so many damn videos of people who do the like really great like you know Hollywood bombshell like uh-huh. waved mm-hmm. hair of the forties, and I'm like I can do it. I'm gonna do it. And then I get it combed down I'm like yeah it's not no <laughs> I'm like it is a process but I could tell you like a trick to do it okay so okay if you're part, if you're doing like Veronica Lake type style right with the side part uh-huh. so part your hair to that side and start with your bang right uh-huh. and you're gonna alternate each row of curls so like part from your crown so you have crown and ear to ear as like the back of your head think of that as one section and then your two side sections So you take your first thing of your bang and you do like a one and a half inch to two inch section. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to take your iron and go like straight up on your head and either roll them all forward or all back. Okay. One whole row. And then your next row, do the same sectioning. So your parts line up and roll them all back or all forward opposite of the direction. Okay. And do that all the way down your section and then match that pattern when you get to your back section. And then finish on your detail side. So if you're doing like a tuck behind your ear, uh-huh. you could just regular set it and then tuck it so that it falls into that wave. Let it set. Pull each one out and back home each curl. Okay. Each one. Like do like, I don't know, like a inch pad. Yeah. Okay. And then take a Denman or like a boar bristle brush that's not going to pull your base out uh-huh. and smooth. Okay. I'll show it to you on a doll head. I'll okay. do it for you. We'll zoom and I'll walk you through it. Cause I used to have to do that style for brides all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling that's going to be way too much work for me. And it. I'm going to get very lazy and just do the same thing I always do. <laughs> no, cause you can cheat. You can do it like just on your top layer and then curl the bottom however you want. And then just like make that top like a veil. Okay. I'll show you. I got you. The only time I've successfully gotten it to work, I was literally going to the movies and I I I had pulled my hair up in a ponytail, like I'd curled it, like mm-hmm. I pen curled it and then I pulled it in a ponytail and went to bed. And mm-hmm. then the next morning, like somehow it miraculously was fine and I was like, I don't understand how this works. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I was going to a dark movie theater, so it's not like anyone really was <laughs> going to ever see my hair anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll walk you through. It. I have faith in you cuz you okay. do a beautiful job on your hair. In all sorts of styles. But there's lots of like YouTube videos that are misleading and like it's just the motion. It's like literally just how you comb it out. Like you set it and then comb it out and you're good to go. Burpee, I'm drinking a beer. Sorry. Um, but I you were one of the first like followers, interactors 
of the podcast. And I told you earlier, I was like, I remember when I got your message of like, you had listened to a couple and you were like, oh my God, you're from Idaho and all of that lovely stuff. And I remember, I think maybe I called Jill like one of those times that I was like, I got to call Jill. And I probably told Melissa about it too. Like I was like, I have this like fan, I guess, in California that's from Idaho and explained all the things. And then we've just kind of interacted since then and then become friends and met you in October when we came to Los Angeles. Yeah, for oddities. Yes. And you were a wonderful host. We went to some great places with yeah. you. Although I felt like we needed way more time. Oh, absolutely. That was a, too big of a whirlwind. Like there was a lot happening. It was great, but there was a lot happening over the course of four days that by the time Jill and I hit that fourth day, we were both so exhausted of just like, there's been a lot of people that we've met and for not as long of interactions as we would have liked and did a lot. I It's, it, it happens every time you go somewhere. I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for two weeks and I feel like I'm, it's not enough time. Yeah. Mad dash. Mad dash. Always a mad dash. Um, so yeah, thanks for, I mean, like being a road dog, literally like dealing with all of the, I mean, but you've truly like seen the growth of the show and where it's come from and now where it's at. Oh, a hundred percent. And I'm constantly telling people about it like all the time. <laughs> I was talking to my pregnant friend who was literally <laughs> like in late, well, not in labor, but like <laughs> on her way there. Yeah. And I was telling her like, cause I told her about your podcast weeks ago well okay truthfully i told her months and months ago but you know she's one of those people who doesn't is always like scattered or like squirrel and uh -huh. is constantly mm -hmm. never checking things i don't know anybody like that <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> and then uh i now that you know she's preggers and going to be like incapacitated you know, having a child that she's gonna have to take care of and need some time away i was like you really need to revisit this again mm -hmm. and yeah so then she like finally started listening and then I was telling her about the Sherman house and like all the fun stuff and she's like, oh my gosh, I need to go with you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, so Mandy came over from where her family lives on like the middle part of the state, I guess. Um, and she came over and we had dinner last night and it was wonderful. And then she had asked, she was like, well, I wanted to see if like I could come hang out with you guys while you work, but I didn't know if that was like crossing a boundary. And I was like, you're not competition. Come hang out with us. And bitch, you were like the best helper today. Yeah. She priced a bunch of stuff. And I felt so at ease because you know how it works. Yeah. And I kept being like, Mandy, what do you think I should put on this one? <laughs> and I'm like, well, Sam's not around. I'm like, I need shop. help. Well, and I also, it's, I'm used to California prices. So yeah. for me, I have no, I like, I've gone, okay, I've gone to two estate sales mm -hmm. since being here mm -hmm. for like a week and a half. And they both had vastly different prices. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't, um. Because you went to Linda's and then another company's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know the company. Like my mom follows them. Oh, company. that was the one that you went to. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was more? Was Linda's? Linda's was more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, I usually go for kitchen stuff first off. So. Right. That's your first place to go in a house. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I, I'm guessing it's between that and the basement because you're going for... But there's no basements in California. There's no basements in California. <laughs> Where do they keep the holiday stuff? All over the place. Oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe we should be like, this. we're from California. Just piss off Idaho people. Yeah. Just move it around. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to go to an estate sale in California with you. 
Can we come? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Can we come visit and go Although, estate sailing? The cool ones are like few and far between. I'm sure they're packed too. What I, is it like? What is that? It's insanity. It? Yeah. Um, well, and I'm also still kind of figuring it out because the first several ones that I went to, it was very, I would go on a Saturday or a Sunday and mm. a lot of them start anywhere between Wednesday or Thursday and they all vary at times. So some will start at seven, some will start at eight, some will start at nine, some even start at 10. There's been a couple that have been 11. I'm like, who can go? I mean, okay, I know resellers go, but so I have to try to go before work, which the ones that are like seven or eight are, it's a pain in the ass because you have to get there early, but I can actually go and then go to work right after. We will never open at seven o'clock. No, absolutely. Yeah. 7 p.m. maybe. (laughs) Yeah, we've had enough of the day. Yeah. Seven to 7.30. That's it. Yeah. That's a... But it's crazy. Like, okay, so the very first one I ever went to... First day opening, I went because they had Holt Howard, mm-hmm. and I am now have a weird, crazy obsession with Holt Howard. <laughs> and Was that Pixies. the one you went to really early? Yeah. yeah. So I looked, and they they had put the time the the address the night before, which doesn't usually happen uh-huh. with California state sales. They will put the address at like six in the morning. That was me. Wow. And. So they had actually put it the night before. So I drove by at 7 p.m. Yes, I'm that big of a nerd. I would. And I was like, is there any cars? But no, no. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to come in at like 4.30. This is going to be insanity. And I'm going to get up at like 3.45 in the morning. I'm going to get no sleep, but fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. There were cars there when I got there at 4.30. And then this is before I knew about the whole box system of line. Oh yeah, that's not, that's not something we do here. And so I just like walked up because I didn't know I saw cars and I didn't know if people are just going to be standing there at 4:30 in the morning. Mm. And I walk up because it was uphill and some guys got out of their car <laughs> at the base of the hill. And I get up there in their boxes and I was like, "Oh, nobody's up here yet. Everybody must be waiting until like more people arrive to kind of line up." Yeah. And I come back down. And they get, they're like standing there talking to each other because they know each other. Like all these people see each other at every estate sale because they've been doing it for forever. And so they talk to each other for a few minutes. I'm hanging out in my car, just like scrolling through, looking at more Holt Howard stuff and Mm -hmm. like trying to keep myself awake because I didn't want to just fall asleep because I didn't know what. This is my first time ever going to a California estate sale early opening. So I'm like, I don't know what to expect. And then a couple more people, sh- like another guy shows up and they all get out of the cars again and he's like got a box and I'm like, okay, do I need to walk up there? And so I start walking up and the guy goes, do you have a box? And I said, in the car. And he's like, and I was like, do I need it? <laughs> so yeah. I, I grab the box and we both walk up the hill and he's like, you can put it ahead of, because he was taking this elder gentleman that they knew that had showed up after me, taking his box up for him. Wow. And he's like, you got here first, so he let me put my box in. And apparently it's this thing where, depending on the estate sale, you, like, put boxes in order of when you arrive so that when the list starts, that's the order that you start writing your name down. What's what's the list? What is this? Some estate sale companies have you, like, there's no line that forms. You put your name on a list, and that's the order of people that get into the house yeah. first. 
So it's because this estate sale started at seven. So at six o'clock, the list started. And I was fourth in line on the list. So I literally put my name down and went to Starbucks and got myself a breakfast sandwich and a coffee and drove back. And like there was more people and everybody is out standing by their cars talking to each other because they all know each other. And like I find out they're like, this is your first time coming to an estate. So I'm like, no, this isn't my first ever estate Mm -hmm. sale. This is my first time coming this GD early. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) this is insanity, people. Yeah. And I found out that it seemed like most of the people ahead of me were there for like art and books. And so I'm like, I might have might have a chance. Right. Because I, they had a lot of Holt Howard, and I did, you know, the the Sam, the uh, Sam trick of getting on Zillow and finding the house <laughs> and finding out where exactly the kitchen was, mm-hmm. perfect, and where exactly on the counter of the kitchen because oh, they were right fuck, by smart. an outlet, and I was literally like, I'm so proud. Right this now. part of <laughs> this insane. kitchen is where these are. Hell and yeah, hell yeah. I was the first one in the kitchen. I was in there for quite a while by myself, but I'm literally like just picking stuff off the counter and sticking mm-hmm. it in my box. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even look at them. And I, I regret this. This is my first Holt Howard lesson. Like pull the tops off the lit off the bottoms of mm-hmm. the jars, you know? Um, Oh, I guess I should explain what Holt Howard I was looking for. Cause there's yeah. quite a few different this, ones. Yeah. Like <laughs> I remember when you were telling me about this estate sale and you had shown me, like, I think you sent me the sale listing. Yeah. And you were like, look at all of this Holt Howard. And I didn't know a shit about Holt Howard until this podcast. And then started to learn about more things and like pixies and different shit like that. And then I get to the Holt Howard and it is these yeah. like the condiment jars of Holt Howard. Are you looking yeah. it up? Yeah. Look I, it up, please. I have no. I, oh, I accidentally um, typed Holy Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Howard. But it's so essentially they had pixie where mm-hmm. condiment jars. Yeah. And then they also had these like cutesy little pics, like these cutesy girl condiment jars, like they had ketchup and mustard that have these like doll kind of heads on them. They're super cute. And then they had, yeah, those ones. Yeah, the ones that you have right there. Yeah. And they had these two little chef guys and they had, they had one of the doll heads on top of one of the pixie bottoms they had stuff like mixed completely up oh i remember that yeah and so i am now obsessed with pixies so Mm -hmm. when i saw the pixies i was like i'm getting there early because like this is and i literally just picked stuff up and stuck it in and then i didn't realize that one of the lids the bottom spoon was broken off because I didn't, I was so goddamn excited. Yeah. yeah. And I was really fucking tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was just like, yes, just put him in there. And then, well, and then I get up to the the estate sale guy and he's like, the, the, f- my most favorite thing ever, you know, on eBay, they sell for this much money. And I really like, try my hardest to not do that at our estate sales. Well, and why would he tell you that? Like, what? Because I think he thinks that I'm like, he's giving me this great deal, Mm -hmm. but it's like, not really. Like, I wish I had opened the jar. Like, I could have gotten him to knock some price off, but also I still didn't get them for that bad of a deal, I guess. Yeah. But still. Yeah. It's that thing of like, well, you know, well, (sighs) 
Mm-hmm. I'm the fourth person in fucking line. Of course I know how much they go for yeah, on eBay right. if this yeah. is what I'm going directly for. And I always <laughs> assume, like, our first opening day at the Eleanor house, you could see who was a reseller. Like, oh, yeah. you could You could spot it. Like, you don't need to explain shit to them. Like, I don't need to. And, they're, and if they want to bitch about a price, you know, that's a different thing. But they have a look and they have a way of shopping. Like, yeah. you're easily spottable yeah. at a sale. Yeah. I mean, and the sucky thing for me is I'm not a reseller. Mm-hmm. Okay, eventually I will have to be <laughs> some things <laughs> just because of the sheer number of random shit that I keep finding that I love. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get rid of some of it at some point. But for me, I go for me. Yeah. Like, I go for stuff because I love it and I like seeing it at my house and I like, you know, like the history of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, I get kind of bummed out when I know that there's so many resellers yeah. ahead of me because I know that they're just... Like, literally half of these guys just go to find, like, they're hoping to find hundreds of thousands of dollars of, like, a big ticket item so yep. that they can sell it. And, right. like, I get that because that's their business. But at the same time, mm-hmm. f- like, they get there crazy early. And then, yeah. like, for other people who just love the, like, vintage of it, mm-hmm. it gets hard because you can't find stuff. Yeah. And we try, like at our sales, I guess it's something we did kind of from the beginning was we know what people are after. And so we try to not put it all in one spot Yeah, because we know how people that are like us look at an estate sale or look at the Zillow listing or look at what's there. And most companies kind of put it all together, but we Jen like try to make it as even of a playing field for regular collectors as well as resellers. Yeah. Yeah. And keep it in mind. Like, you know, at the Eleanor house, we had somebody say like, oh, this price is, and they said, listen, if you ever come to one of our sales and you think a price is outrageous, know that we've already looked it up. Like yeah. if it's that, you can still make your money. Yeah. And they were like, oh, really? That's what you guys do? And I was like, yeah, because we don't want to, like everybody has to make their money, right? Like that's our job. And resellers are making their job and collectors want to buy shit for their collection. Like I'm the type of collector that cannot go to an estate sale and pay close to retail prices for the things I like. Right. Nor will I. Like I go to estate sales to find good shit that I'm not going to find or be able to afford on eBay. Well, yeah, it's you, you find a really awesome piece and then you're like, and this is how much I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Makes this just story better. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, pockets. <laughs> but I, um, the California estate sale thing is interesting to me. Cause like, here, well, as you know, after being here for two weeks, like the estate sales are kind of few and far between. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's a whole, like, there's, like, we have a line, like, there's just a line. And it's like, stand in the line. Everybody's in a hurry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's lines in California too, but they start earlier <laughs> in the day than you guys do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I well, guess, like, okay, so. The difference is, like, there's got to be a ton of companies where in L.A. Yeah. Well, and there are. And I found some really great ones. Like, this one house that I went to, the one that I told you about, the the estate sale person came out and said, okay, listen, the children told us that they got all the guns out of the house, but this guy was an avid gun collector. So the kid, like, the family said that they got them all out. But if you happen to come across something, don't touch it. Call one of us. Like, mm. but that lady was amazing. I mean, granted, I had to, 
I was on my hands and knees in the kitchen digging through the cupboards because they didn't pull everything out. I mean, and I don't think they could have because they they had a lot of stuff. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. But that's where I got you know, uh, my my cat, um, my mama cat and baby cat's ashtray that I use for my key holder. Mm-hmm. Like I adore that thing. It was the last thing I picked up as I was leaving the house. Oh. And I love that thing. It's one of my favorite things. But I mean, I got a crap ton of stuff from that sale. And she gave me a really good deal. Mm. But like, and I, that, they had a tangent pole lamp there. And I went upstairs way too late because, you know, I spent my entire time in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And then I go upstairs and there's this old tag on it. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) Pyrex. Yeah. I mean, like, but those are, after I found one tangent pole lamp at a sale, I'm now obsessed. You know how it goes. Yeah. So, but like, sometimes you get a really great estate sale person, even the guy who said, you know, the eBay prices, Mm -hmm. he still gives good deals. Like I've been to a couple of his sales and he gives you a good deal if you get a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. but there are some that charge you a lot. Mm -hmm. And even other collector, like even the reseller people complain about those people Mm -hmm. because they know what they have because it's California. Mm -hmm. And so they... Everybody really wants to, you know, spend the money. Yeah. Like they want to try to get people to get spend the money, and it's just, yeah, it just varies. It's 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 like everything else. Like it it depends on who you get yeah. to go, but there's tons, and they're all over, and you have to go. Is it worth driving all the way out there? Well, and then you have the <laughs> variable of traffic, like yeah. just California traffic. Like yeah. you're not going to be able to bounce. From a state sale to a state sale to a state sale if they're on different sides of the city. Yeah. Well, and then for me, if you want to get any good shit, you have to go on the first day, which is yeah. either a Wednesday or a Thursday. I work at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in Hollywood. So if I end up going to one that starts at nine, which is the Pacific Palisades one I went to started at nine. Mm. I got there at like six, I think. But that one, I mean... They had some really great shit too. And I ended up getting, I'd have to go through my like mental list, but I found in the garage, they had thermos cooler in its original box and like an actual like igloo. Is it an igloo cooler? Mm -hmm. Like one of the square ones in an original box that had the fifties art on the outside. Cool. And I am a crazy sucker for anything in the original packaging. Same. And if it has like that amazing artwork, I, it has mm-hmm. to go home with me. Did you <laughs> see the books in the living room at the Sherman house? That you mean the I- ones that I've already picked out? No, <laughs> I'm just the kidding. electricity ones. <laughs> like the- I walked into the living room when she was looking at them. It was like <laughs> wide eyed. Like, did you see these? Oh. Yeah. And this episode, this comes out after the podcast or the the estate sale. But we found those buried somewhere in the house. And I was like, oh, my God. They're so cool. Yeah. I think you showed those on the live. And I was like. Oh, yeah. Or or like some video that you'd posted. And I was like, oh, my God. They're rad. Yeah. I have a paper problem. Same. Same. And that's the whole reason, like. I think it's nice. I don't, maybe I'm insane. Melissa will tell you. Like when we're going through a house and I come across lots of paper, I put it in like ephemera packs, like make a little Ziploc bag because I love paper and I like to dig, but sometimes I don't like to dig at yeah. a sale. Yeah. And my little brother thinks I'm insane. I think you're insane. Yeah. I mean, I like to look at it, but I would never buy it. 
It's just like. Mm -hmm. But that's the way we balance each other out because there's shit Melissa buys that I'd never fucking buy. Like what? Um, I would not buy as many like dishes or I could give a fuck less about macrame or like pots and like I don't I buy rocks. Yeah, no, I'm not buying rocks. It's just clutter. You know how many rocks I've bought at estate sales? So many. Ridiculous. Like every time we go through a house and I go, hey, look what I found. She's like, what? I'm like, rocks. She goes, rocks <laughs> from the other side of the house. And I just set them down for her. But it's nice and business to have the, we both have really great strengths and weaknesses that we balance each other out with most of the time. And most of the time I'm like, what should I do with this? Like there was a straw hat that Melissa was like, she's like, I'm just going to, and I was like, that. And she's like, there was a hole in it and I had reached. So we were working in the garage and oh. it was like a hundred degrees. It's Melissa's least favorite place And it to was work. very dirty. And we'd been working for like four hours and I was just drenched in sweat. Mm-hmm. And Sam looks at this hat that has a giant hole in it that I just put in the garbage. And she's like, somebody will buy that. And I said, <laughs> if you want to sell it, you take it out of the garbage. And that's <laughs> when I went, oh, she hungry. She hot. She done. She done. I may have seen where you ended up because there are still boxes of Ziploc bags and a Sharpie and some tape in there. Oh, yeah. 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 When we stopped in the garage. Up there were children that needed attending to. Oh, yeah. They were done, too. They were done. Everybody was done that day. <laughs> it's And it's fine. It's just like the last like hurdles of getting through things. Yeah. And um, I don't necessarily love the garage either. I like to find the tools and see what's there, but they're generally the most unkept places yeah. of a house. Yeah. But we found some cool stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Did you, so obviously we have to ask, like, did the collecting bugs start young? Did you go hunting with your family or was this something you just developed? Well, I, like, my grandma used to collect stuff. And I would collect like ra- I have collected like random things throughout the years, mm-hmm. and my mom would always go to garage sales. So I'm used to like going to garage sales and yard sales and everything. We'd like go through the paper and like circle them and then like drive. So I've done that, and we didn't really do a lot of antique store antique store shopping mm-hmm. um, until later. Until like my aunt and uncle from Oregon would come, like they'd always want to go to antique stores, and that's when I actually started going into antique stores. Oh right! But I was still kind of young, and so I didn't really like. I collected those pencil sharpeners, like those metal ones that were different shapes. Like I collected those at one point. (laughs) Yeah. But then it like you know then I hit a point where I was like "Eh, I'm over that, and then Mm -hmm. I'd like collect something else, and so it wasn't really until I guess like older in life where I started actually like we would go to antique stores like my friends and I would go to antique stores and I'd look for like the cute little kitschy things but I go in a completely different mindset now than I ever used to mm-hmm. like I'm I'm looking for more like interesting things or specific things versus yeah. like cute kitschy Christmas stuff I mean I still look for Christmas stuff yeah don't get me wrong but it's kind of changed like it's now more like specific. Mm-hmm. Like what's your what's your what's your guidelines for like what you'll take home now? Oh gosh, I mean i I love packaging. I'm really a big sucker for packaging, mm-hmm. and I've I literally cleaned out my entire Christmas like collection of stuff because mm-hmm. I used to have 
a whole Christmas tree full of like random ornaments that I bought at like varying degrees of places, you know, whether it was like a vintage repro place Mm -hmm. or, you know, like Target. Yeah. And I had one of those Christmas trees that I literally covered to the gills with stuff. And now I'm just like, but it's not an aluminum Christmas tree. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally bought like four aluminum Christmas trees in the last year on eBay. (laughs) Fuck yeah. But I have, okay, I might actually have five because I may have actually bought one and haven't pulled it out of the box yet. Um, What kind? Are they like the pom-pom ends? Well, I have two... Have you ever seen the wall hanging ones? Yes, you bitch. I have two of those. Oh my god. Um, two very different ones. I actually was. Tr- my friend is gonna. She's gonna kill me. Well, she doesn't listen to this podcast, but and <laughs> she's probably right. mad at me. But um, because she's the one. She has so many goddamn aluminum Christmas trees that she's bought on eBay, and she literally will watch them and she'll find them for like a hundred bucks. What? She has like eight Christmas trees. Granted, they're not like not all of them are in pers- like great condition, but still with aluminum Christmas trees. I mean, yeah. yeah. Who's going to yeah. fucking walk into your house and be like, that aluminum Christmas tree looks like shit. <laughs> looks a little janky. As my Christmas tree is still up in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. But she hadn't, she didn't have a wall hanging one. And so then I kind of went down this weird rabbit hole like for two months and I found some and I ended up buying it and then I got it to my house and it's a different style than the <sighs> other one that I bought for me. And she just procrastinated way too damn long yeah. talking to me about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't be mad at me, but I'm thinking of keeping it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fair. And I mean, she ended up probably getting another one. She has so many Christmas trees. She's never going to realize that she's missing it. But now I have two wall hanging ones. I have a four foot one that has, it has pom poms, but it's kind of janky. Yeah. So it's, it's not a full pom pom. It's a little kind of like almost bent back, but it's fine. Little it's Dr. Cute. Susie. It's fine. Are you looking up wall hanging aluminum Christmas I tree? sure am. Yeah. And then um, I, ha- I I know I bought another one. It's just still in the box. And then I also bought two color wheels because... You have to. You have to have a color wheel. Because I have eBay alerts in my emails. So many. It doesn't. I need to stop it. Okay. I have to ask an eBay alert question. Do you do like ones that are like are specific and the ones that aren't specific? Like for people that are maybe dumb about... <sighs> maybe not dumb, but un... They're un- yeah, they're just trying to list stuff. I tried that. Okay. It doesn't, like, sometimes. Not as fruitful as you would think. I'm trying it for the knee huggers because I am newly obsessed with other holiday than Christmas knee huggers. Mm-hmm. Um, the rabbit ones, the Easter ones, are mm-hmm. freaking cute, but really expensive because there's no none of them. Yeah. There's, like, yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the one at the Eleanor house never sold. And so I I brought it home with me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Never sold. Well, the problem with that was my mom was video chatting me in a basement. So yeah. my connection was very, very so limited. You it. Now yeah. I have it. It's fine. <laughs> Cause I don't think I think it I think it's not quite the ones that I'm like obsessed with. So yeah. that have these weird cutesy faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying a general knee hugger vintage mm-hmm. one. It's it's fine. Although I did discover there are Halloween ones. And <gasps> I'm in trouble. Oh, shit. I had no idea. There's a witch and then there's like this pumpkin one. What? Yeah. Bring back the knee huggers, Michaels. They're really cute. Yeah. Well, and you got the ones your mom tra- 
she came all the way over. Oh, yes. And she was so cute. I was like walking down the line, like talking to everybody. And she just like kind of bends her head out. And she goes, hi, I'm Mandy's mom. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, You want to hear the backstory <gasps> yes. of my mom coming? Yes. So I talked her into it, which I mean, she loves me and she knew I was coming here. So I think it was like anything you want because you're coming to visit. Mm -hmm. Um, I sent her your photo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Nice job. After I sent her photos of the stuff in the house that were circled that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is Sam. Tell her hi. (laughs) Literally. Okay. This makes so much more sense because I'm she was like fifth in line. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking down the line handing people shopping bags because we have shopping, like reusable shopping bags. They're from Target, but Target is not a sponsor. And your mom, I'm like Yet. walking past her and I just didn't even, I'm like uh, just overwhelmed by the amount of people that were in line. And she just like catches my eye contact and she goes, hi. She goes, are you Sam? And I was like, yeah. And then she's just like, I'm Mandy's mom. And then everybody around her got to hear me shriek. And they were like, why is this so important? Yeah. And then when she was coming through the line, I think I was bagging. Because I don't check out usually unless it's like a slower day. It's just not my, I do a fine, but it's not my thing. Um, And she was coming through the line when I was bagging and I was seeing all the stuff she sent out for you. And I was like, fuck yeah, Mandy. Nice job. So Mandy got the pine cone knee huggers. That was Mandy's mom. Yeah. No, I, I'm glad she went to Christmas. Yeah. But she went to Eastern Christmas first and she didn't go to Halloween first, which I'm a little bummed about, but it's fine. Which I, to throw your mom under the bus, she walked right past it to get to the Christmas. It was at the front of the room. I know. I know. Halloween. She goes, okay, now the Halloween stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry. Wait, you didn't go there first. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It was like you walked in the door of the holiday room. Yeah. And it was like some like run over stuff, an army of solar dancer things, and then the Halloween. Yeah. It's I all know. right, Mom. It's fine. I have a lot of blow molds, so it'll be fine. And she did get me one. Did she get you the cat one? No. The cat one was gone already. Oh. She got me the bigger pumpkin one. Oh, yeah. The which is good because it's not as big as the biggest pumpkin one I have, so it's fine. Good. It's perfect. It'll perfect. fit in perfectly with I love this so much. the blow mold <laughs> army that I have. Yeah. Does your mom collect? Is she a, I mean, you said she yard no. sailed. No. No. I mean, my mom is, my mom is at this weird stage of declutter, but replacing it with other things from like Target or mm. Home Goods or whatever. So it's so funny because when you asked me if she was going to get anything and she, and I asked her and she's like, oh, no, I just don't. It's so much clutter. And then I come to visit and I f- get into the house and I'm like, what do you think all of this stuff is? <laughs> New clutter. But it's funny. She actually, we were at a thrift store um, in Twin, and she they had her china in there. <gasps> and she got rid of the china hutch. It's not in the house anymore. I don't She must have sold it or given it away or something. And I was like, do you still have the china? Said, of course I do. It's in the shed. I'm like, well, how do I know? <laughs> like, you're decluttering. Who knows what that means? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very interesting that generation, like the, because I think our moms are like close to the same age. Mm-hmm. And my mom does the same thing. She's like, I don't have room for like old things, but I'll go to her house and I'm like, what is that? She's like, oh, I got it at blah, blah, blah. Or she's, my mom is super obsessed with Poshmark. Oh my God. <laughs> like she just, it's like her like just discovering Amazon. Like I was over there one day when we finished at the Sherman house because my mom lives in Shelly. Nick over. We're sitting at her kitchen table and she goes, oh, do you want to see what I got from Poshmark? 
And it was like, oh, I was like, have you been shopping? And she goes, oh, I love Poshmark. <laughs> it's so great. And she goes, she like points. You know how I point when I'm in an outfit, like when I'm wearing something and I do a weird, that's because of my mom. So she like points her foot out. I'm pointing my foot. And she goes, look at these, Merrill's, Poshmark. And it was like, really? She goes, so cheap. Let me, can I show you my shirts? And she's like, she puts her hands kind of like by her. She's like, can I show you my shirts? And it was like, sure. So she comes out with like six shirts on hangers. She goes, okay, are you ready? And I was checking a notification and my mom hates when I'm looking at my phone. She's like, are you done, Samantha? And I'm like, mom, yes. And she's like, okay. And she's like, are you ready? It's like, you have to make eye. So she's got the shirts out to the side. She goes, this is like a, like a teaching shirt. And then she lays it down. She goes, this like yard work, teaching, maybe shopping. And I'm like, okay. She lays it down. She goes, this one is just gorgeous. I mean, <laughs> look at it. And it's like one of those like Christopher Banks uh-huh. palm leaf, like, you know, like the spider oh, yeah, plant. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, lady. My mom doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> then the next one, she's like, this one's just me, don't you think? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, but is this one too much? And it's like just maybe a little bit brighter than the last one she showed me. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I think that looks like you, mom. She goes, are you sure, miss? Mm, I just, it's going to have to grow on me. She goes, ah, I'm going to have to wear a tank top under it, though. And I don't, I'm not about that. And then she leaves and she goes, oh, I have shoes, too. Do you have time? And I was like, yeah. But that's like, oh, that's her hyperfixation right now. It's Poshmark. Poshmark. Mm-hmm. I wish my mom, my mom needs to get into like Poshmark. Mm-hmm. She likes fa- Facebook scrolling too much. Yeah. But I need, she needs to get into something like Poshmark. My mom, um, one time my husband pranked her, speaking of like internet things. And my mom was like, I just, I don't know how to take a screenshot on my phone. And this is happening in a group chat. Uh-huh. And my husband says, well, mom, you have to say to your phone, phone, take a screenshot. So <laughs> in the group chat, my mom is texting back all caps, phone, comma, take a screenshot, exclamation point. <laughs> And Dustin's like, no, you have it. It can't be in all caps. So the next one's like lowercase. And she goes, God damn it. It's not working. And I'm like, keep going, mom. And then I call her and I'm like, just say it to your phone. She's like, phone, take a screenshot. And then she hears my husband laughing and she goes, oh, God damn it, Dustin. (laughs) God damn it. So there's a, yeah, my mom likes Facebook, but is confused as to how it works on her phone until like the last four months. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What about your mom, Melissa? How does she interact on Facebook? She doesn't. Yeah. She stalks my page. I see her likes every now and then. Yeah. Gives you a hurrah. And it's gone. Yeah. Raise in the night. <laughs> my mom weirdly likes multitasking. Yeah. Like yeah. watching TV and Facebook scrolling. I mm-hmm. think that's literally every person in my generation. Yeah. So your yeah. mom's hip. Tell her hip she's to hip. To the jive. Yeah. Well, the fun part is when we video chat. So she's video chatting with me while scrolling. We're watching a show and she's still Facebook scrolling. Oh, wait. Yeah. Love that for you. Hi, mom. You're going to listen to this probably because I I love you about it. We love you. Yeah. No, but it's fun because like we since COVID started, we've been doing video chats. So I have that fun moment of like me hitting pause a couple times (laughs) to try to get us in sync. I'm a master at it now. Like, yeah. I'm a pro. Well, it's a kind of a part of your job also, pausing, right, on the... Uh, kind of, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just making it up. Um, 
so I guess like, what is your, does she understand like why you want to collect things or she still think you're like 16 and she's like, she, she constantly asks me where I'm going to put my Pyrex. I'm like, I know, I don't know where I'm going to put it either, but it's pretty and mm-hmm. I'm taking it and mm-hmm. I'm, it'll just sit under the hutch until I get another hutch to mm-hmm. put it in. Usually you start giving her other episodes we've had of Pyrex, just Pyrex collectors. Yeah. I mean like this person's entire basement is just shelves and Pyrex. Well, and it's funny because she's like, where are you going to put that? I'm like, do you not see my shelves already? I display them mm-hmm. and then I use them. Like, and at some point I'm going to have some pretty ones that I can stack. I mean, I already do seasonal ones. I'm such a nerd. I have like Halloween ones and Mm -hmm. Christmas ones. And I bought the decals And you dropped like the smartest bomb last night where you have one side Halloween and the other side of like a milk glass Pyrex bowl. Christmas, you just rotate it in the hutch. That's so smart. I got a 444 Cinderella that like it used to have a pattern and it doesn't anymore and so it's just straight white and so one side is the halloween gooseberries and the other side's the christmas ones and yeah i have i've several white ones that i do that with i also bought some orange ones Cute. some plain orange ones so those are always just halloween but yeah yeah and you don't really have a lot of pyrex right melissa me no no i have some extremely dishwasher damaged harvest what is it called harvest wheat harvest yeah. gold yeah yeah and that's it i don't i don't really collect pyrex yeah. i yeah i don't really buy any more of it either and when i get rid of it i have to call jill first yeah yeah I, and then i sold some to you yeah i sold my oh. amish butterprint to you you and my mom have started my amish butterprint collection yes she my mom did really well for christmas this year she got me the butterprint for g's wow yeah but it didn't have anybody's name on it when I got the package. Oh shit! And so I was like, "Who got me this? Like who? Like who? Literally? Who like who knew? Like uh, <laughs> who would have done?" This? And so she finally admitted to like that she got it. I was like, "Oh my god, so great!" And then you had the Cinderellas, mm-hmm. and one of the casseroles I think is in there. Yeah, it's like yeah. a smaller casserole. So now I'm on the butterprint journey. I used to be harvest wheat like that. That's my other like main one. At first I was just any, any Pyrex. Mm -hmm. Flea markets, Pyrex, Pyrex, I feel like harvest wheat is like slept on though. Like it's like a, it's passed over because it's brown and orange. Boring to me. See, for me, the ones that are boring are the, the gold. Oh my God. What is it called? The orange ones with the flowers. Oh, the daisy that has like the daisies on it. Is it that one? I think it's or? it's it's like it's a gold butter. Pr- no. Oh, I, is it? I like, should know this. It's fine. Um, the orange ones with the like butterflies and flowers. Oh, like butterfly, butterfly gold. gold. That's what it's called. Mm. Butterfly gold and the crazy daisies and the mushroom ones. Have you seen the mushroom ones? I think so. Those are very boring <laughs> to me. Which is. Yeah. yeah, and like maybe that's because of where we're from. Like those are very common. Yeah, yeah. in the state of Idaho, like those patterns. They're also co- really common in California. Like, really, insanely. I common wonder. In we'll California. have to look up for the Curio Corner, like how much of each pattern, if we can find it, Pyrex made. I'm sure there's got to be something. Oh, I yeah. have the book. I have a book. I'm sure it says it sure. somewhere. I mean, it's from fans that made a book, so but, I don't know I how. Mean, if you're gonna find anybody to yeah. do the research. 
I also have Holt Howard collectible books. That's what I was reading on the plane on the way here. <sighs> Birdie of Feed the Birdie sent Jill and I a box of ephemera. Uh-huh. And I should have had you go through it while you were sitting here. But she sent uh, 1960s, 1970s Fostoria Glass History book. And we were it was the night we had the barbecue. Or no, it was a Heathen Home Evening. And yeah. you were here and yeah. Spelch was here when I opened it. And I just disassociated and started reading about glass. And Melissa was like, I just said something too. And I was like, I don't care. I'm reading about glassware. I don't care. I'm just reading this. And Spelltrack's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, I'm doing my best. I feel like you and I are similar collectors. I mean, now you've seen the house and the basement and all the randomness of yeah. it all. And a lot of it was the same reason of like finding it for a really good price and just bringing it home. Yeah. And now, like, we get asked a lot now with the estate sale company, like, how do you not bring everything home? Well, first of all, we can't. Yeah. No. And second of all, once you have been in a house for a month, yeah, it, the, the novelty wears off mm-hmm. and you're like, I can let somebody else have that. Yeah. Until you see some really awesome... 70s pants oh yeah there's there's lots of clothing that's testing me in this house you and spell check because the woman uh-huh. whose house this was she was around my size in the waist and height i don't think so because most of her pants are hemmed but <laughs> there's me- oh there's so like pristine 60s dresses mm. That are just to die for. That we pulled out of the dry cleaner bags. Yeah. Yeah. And if, see, I, yeah, I'll just never get them because Mm -hmm. I have to buy them on sale day Mm -hmm. and they will go first day and there's just no way I could get them. And that's fine. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) We're upset about (laughs) it. No, that's in our contract. Uh, Like we don't offer pre-selling, but we don't allow anybody that works for us or us. Yeah. We, We can't take anything from the house. Yeah. We don't take anything because we know what it is, right? And it wouldn't leave anything yeah. for the sale. If we take something, it's like a rubber band or a paper clip or yeah. tape. Hand soap to hand wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah, right. Clorox so wipes. Maybe a pen every now and then. Yeah, but we try to bring in everything we need to facilitate a sale that we can. And there's a lot. I mean, we roll in with a ton of stuff, but. I don't know. It's interesting to be on the other side of it and see everything from like the beginning to the end. Yeah. No, it is. It's really cool. And I, that's one of the things that was really nice to be able to come today is I got to see the house like as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because when you go to an estate sale, you're there for a specific thing. Mm-hmm. You have like a focus. Yeah. You're like constantly running around. And by the time you get to certain places, people have already picked over stuff. So yeah. you never really quite know what's at an estate sale. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah, you might see some things in pictures, but you can't take photos of every every item. No. And even, I mean, the other thing, too, is when Melissa and I go through a house, we're working in separate parts, usually within the same part of the home, but yeah. we're doing two different things. So there's stuff that I never see yeah. until it comes through the checkout line or Melissa or never sees. Versa. And then usually we'll do a, like a couple sweeps to make sure everything got priced. But there's uh, up until sale day, we go, oh, shit, I didn't see this. Yeah. Where was this? Yep. And we spend so much time with this stuff. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I'm glad you got to spend like today with her things because she was truly wonderful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that memories book. <sighs> I am obsessed with that memories book. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's so yeah. cool. 
And yeah, that's one of the things that won't be in the sale because we'll give it to the family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's, you know, like we always, with whoever we're working with, we just tell them, if we come across stuff that we think that you would have liked, we'll either yeah. reach out to you or save it in a box for you. Which is so great. Like there, there's so many times I've been to state sales and there's family photos and there's papers and there's stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, why is this here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but, yeah, like I understand ephemera and things like that, but we kind of have a threshold of like how many things with somebody's name and information yeah. we want to have yeah, in the sale. Speaking of. Oh, no. Sales. I know. Can you believe where did the time go? That flew by. Yeah. yeah. And um, we did cover by, you'll just have to come back on when we come to LA. Yeah. For a vacation. Yep. Doesn't that sound lovely? It does. Um, so... Tell everybody where to find you on Instagram so they can follow your darling oh outfits. Oh my gosh! And you, see. Had to, you had to ask me that. Um, it's up. Mandy A three ten on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on TikTok, but I never use it. I I'm like a watcher on TikTok, not a poster. That's fine. Um, I'm on Facebook, but I'm only on there for like vintage sales. Literally, <laughs> I'm only on it for my business. That's yeah. it, and to post the. But yeah, I think it's Mandy A three ten. Yeah, I think so. And obviously, we will be sure to uh, put that on the website as well yeah. as our Instagram. Um, and please go along because Mandy's like life with theme park stuff and all of the wonderful things you do, the costuming and like outfits you put together is truly impeccable. Yeah, I'm a it's, nerd. I fucking love it in the best goddamn way. <laughs> the best goddamn way. I'm a vintage, a Disney, and a Universal nerd and all sorts of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And you were dreading this part of the show, the estate sale walk. I know, I still am. I know. And I didn't write anything up or fly in by the seat of our pants and our relationship. That's going to be in my favor. Or not. I don't know. Or (laughs) not. An inspiration strikes. So for those of you that are new to the podcast, every week on the Mothball Prophecies, we have an imaginary estate sale walkthrough. It's completely made up based around the guest's favorite things. Poor Mandy and I have known each other now for two years. We talk about our favorite things. I sent her pictures of really Mm -hmm. awesome stuff Mm -hmm. the things we like and each scenario is made up the items may or may not be real you know the drill you got to pick one you can't pick them all first one right off the freaking bat we're traveling into one of your favorite universes straight into terrence posner harry potter okay but you're going to pick where you're shopping and i'm gonna fuck up the names because i'm not a harry potter fan but you're gonna know what i'm talking about okay Okay. Okay. First place you can shop for any item. The Gryffindor dorms. Okay. Okay. Slytherin dorms. Okay. Or the wand shop. I don't know the fucking name of the shop. Ollivanders. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ollivanders. See, my brain goes other places. Um, (sighs) I'm keeping it real basic for the people like me. I know. Um, I guess Gryffindor common room. Mm. I mean, because, you know, the snakes. I don't like the snakes. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. And all of, and Ollivander's is fun, but only if you have like a favorite wand keeper person that you get to go interact with. Yeah. You know how the estates I walk through works. I know. Gryffindor common room, fine. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> Slytherin. Oh. I like the snakes. Yeah. And I like, I actually I have a hard choice with, with this one because it's kind of all three things I like. Like Slytherin is like great 
gothic decor, right? Uh-huh. Like all the stuff that my imaginary house looks like in my head. Yeah. Gryffindor feels like home, right? It's a very yeah. much classic yeah. English Victorian antiques. But the wand shop, I'm sure there's some fucking rad hiding in there. Probably like some wands or something. Well, I mean, I'm thinking about like knickknacks and shit they've just put on the shelves. Oh, see, I, I completely forgot we were doing this for like antique stuff. I was yeah. thinking like actual Gryffindor stuff. Oh, yeah. No, like oh, the, I, anything. Oh, I would totally change my answer then. Change it. What do you want? Ollivanders. Oh, yeah. Because there's going to be some weird shit. See? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking for the the antiques that would be in the room. Yeah, and you like climb one of those weird impossible ladders to get to the whatever stuff atop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. Ollivanders. Okay. All right. You still with yours, Slytherin? Yeah. Still feel hip about that? Okay. This next one is a nostalgia-based one. Okay? Okay. You can get, you can have one of these Halloween decorations. Oh, God. From our childhoods. Okay. One is that god-awful wailing ghost that was like a nylon sock over the thing and it would be like, <laughs> I'd like fly around, okay? That one, the uh, witch that was like kind of neon colors and she had the Brad's like mechanical kind of folding door witch. Uh-huh. Or you could have, what's a, what's another good one? Um... Oh, the, um, remember like the wind socks that would hang down and there was like Frankenstein, a witch and a ghost that they sold at like Kings and different things like that. I think so. So the pack of those, you have the witch, the Frankenstein and the ghost, the wailing ghost that flew around and was motion activated and lit up or the witch. I think I would go with the witch. Ooh. Cause it's more like my, my style now. Yeah. Vintage paper. I have to yeah. fight you over it. I would take the you're going for the. I'm obviously going for the ghost. Just to piss <laughs> great. If you can find a soundbite of that, I'm kidding. Don't find that soundbite. Okay, last one. Okay, this was I, this was a flip flop in my brain all day long of what to choose. But you have the opportunity to travel back to any time an original piece of Pyrex was being created, the year it was created, the time it was created. You can get a first edition in the box. Okay. Uh-huh. Do you choose a primary set? Okay. Okay. Full set. We're talking like a wedding gift, the entire thing. Uh-huh. Amish butterprint. Okay. Or what's one of the rare ones? Balloon chip and dip set. Yeah. I was like, I know that's one of yours, but I just want to be a dick. Um the balloon set. Yeah, we'll go with the balloon set. Or like a Christmas one. Yeah. Oh, like a, like a special edition. Yeah. Yeah. I'm special edition all the way. The promotional Pyrex. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm obsessed with those pro- promotional Pyrex mm-hmm. because they only come out with a couple. Yeah. Spelch has one. Yeah. She has a Christmas promotional. Of course she does. That was a wedding gift, like her, one awesome. of her grandparents. Oh, I know. I remember mm-hmm. that one. That was so cool. And she just slept on that. She told us that so late into this whole thing. She was like, yeah, I have a piece of promotional Pyrex. And Jim was like, excuse you? <laughs> Yeah. What? What about you, Melder? Uh, butterprint. Mm-hmm. For show. I just like the colors. Yeah. It would fit in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Cute. I would go probably the primary set because that's what started like the whole design of my kitchen yeah. was my ones that are on top of my fridge. Yeah. My primary fridges huh. was where I kind of built my kitchen scheme around. 
And I like that they're like simple. Like they're like, yeah, I like those ones. That's it. Was that too brutal or not no. brutal enough? I, did, I was expecting a lot harder choices. I, know. I try to be careful. I was expecting like Holt Howard choices. I almost did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, that's too obvious. I know. The Holt is too obvious. Yeah. I'm a little obsessed. No, it's fine. You could be obsessed. I'm a lot obsessed. I'm excited. I think we've talked about Holt Howard before, but I'm excited to talk about the Pixies in the Curio Corner. Yeah. I have the books too. Oh, I need to do that. I'll give them to you. I have them on PDF. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. One of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of, somebody had them on PDF and shared them with everybody. That's so cool. Underground, antique, thievery. Thank you for contributing to the Mothball Prophecies, being just a wonderful supporter and now friend. And I'm just so grateful that this weird show brought us across each other's paths. And now that, you know, we get to spend time together and you're like one of probably the only people inside the Mothball universe that's like met my kid and my husband. and Your kid and I are besties now. Yeah. He showed you all of his tricks today. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. He was like throwing a monster truck around the kitchen. Perfect. Jumping yeah. off the chair. He was sitting kids. on me. He won't even give me yeah. a hug anymore. Oh, yeah. How dare you? He was literally, he was on his stool. Mandy's in the chair. And he's just <laughs> using her and the counter to get up onto the counter to be like, watch this, Mandy. And I'm like, leave Mandy alone. I bribed him with jelly beans to get him to leave. <laughs> She did. I was like, what kind of treat is it going to take for you to go in and just sit on the couch for five minutes? And he was like, mm, jelly beans. <laughs> and I was like, okay, here. And I gave him a tiny, which is it was a Glamolite truck, uh, cup of jelly beans. Perfect. And then he came back and he was just squeezing the cup. And he's like, uh. He's gone, mom. Here, where's my quota, lady? Yeah. Um, but thank you. It was delightful. I'm going to let you drive home. I'm sorry you have to drive home late. No, it's fine. I'm used to driving late. I live in California. All right. Plus now I have air. That's right. AKA the outside air. Yeah. The AC oh. went out the car. <laughs> she drove over here. Yeah. So that's why she's leaving late. All right. Thank you. No, thank you. It's been super fun. I appreciate it. It's been great to get to know you. Yeah. And be part of it and see all of it. Like you guys are doing so great. Thank I'm you. so proud of you guys. Thanks. Thanks.